Yeah, we got, got the what's got the West Coast on. What you doing? Yeah, man, I got, got the YG going, you know. Okay. West Coast Paul. <laughs> oh shit! Let me well, let me pull everything up so I can get this card up. Everybody, everybody good? Everybody ready to go? This one shouldn't be as long because it's only six matches, so you know. Plus, we get to focus on the actual show. You know, we, we were mixing in some WWE stuff. We apologize, all you AW. Hardcores out there, yeah. But we do. We are thankful that they did check out the, you know, the episode because they did go and listen. To it. This is true. So that, was, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And uh, I was telling y'all, you know, what I mean that most of the card predictions were accurate. So you know that was also a plus. So this go round, we're gonna see if we can uh, recreate, uh, you know, catch light, lightning in the bottle again. That, wasn't that static shock superpower? <laughs> yep. Wow, throwback. Y'all got to chill with the throwback, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. So let me go ahead and get the intro out of the way. Welcome to the Chronicles of Old Man Logan. I am Old Man Logan. Back with the cast, Hot Take Kenny and Joe Willie. What is going on, fellas? What's up, man? What's up, brother? Good to see you. All right. All right. How much? Back, back on Anchor FM, doing our thing, trying to do some, make some moves and who's listening out there so thank you to everybody who listened to our last prediction uh for aew's uh w double or nothing which we also got some news there's a big aew uh heavyweight championship match taking place right here in our neck of the woods in august uh hangman page versus uh chris jericho oh jericho that's gonna be awesome bro i'll tell you the last one i went to last one that one was crazy I think me and KG went, uh, I'd say Kenny and I were there. We got to partake in the, uh, I saw most of this, so Mr. Freeline was charging his phone a lot, you know. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed what you got to see, though. It was actually pretty amazing, okay? <laughs> so I don't want, uh, I don't want anybody to get it twisted. It was actually really awful. <laughs> but no one gets all right all right all right but uh that is aew we are going to get it back back to what we normally talk about wwe and tonight is wwe's nxt takeover 25 and it's happening at the webster bank arena in bridgeport connecticut and it's going to be broadcasted of course on the wwe network what a place Uh, for our 25th anniversary show bridgeport connecticut yeah, that yeah. Only, first of all, but you know, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I need more insight of why it's Connecticut of all places. Like, not to sound like an asshole. Because he's Vince McMahon, damn it! <laughs> right, oh, yeah. Vince. Vince made the OG call and was like, "I want it close to home." So yeah. <laughs> hey, pal, I need to see all of the stars tonight by <laughs> by the house, pal. Stupid. That's dumb. I don't agree with it. But uh, yeah, you know, Kenny made a good call. He said, you know, they could have just had it down there at the uh, uh, what is it, the Full Sail Arena, but you know, just to give it that old school feel of where they started, bring it back full circle. Yeah, yeah. but Vince, I guess you know, he he's trying to see what he wants rewritten tonight 
So he needs to have that front row seat, you know, and see, okay, who name he wants to change on next Wednesday's episode. So. Basically, you know, because this guy did beat God, apparently. So he makes the final call. He makes the final call, man, you know. Kicks out of three. I mean, I mean at two every time. <laughs> all right, all right. But that's enough fence bashing. This is uh, Paul Levesque's baby. You know what I mean? So should be a good, good event. And uh, let's go ahead and get into some of these matches, shall we? I'll save the best for last, which will be the WWE NXT title match between Gargano and Adam Cole. But we are going to start with the singles match that's been added at the last minute. Uh, last final edition, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Oh, that's gonna get me. Yo, that if no one, if you have never seen Matt Riddle and Roderick Strong just like go at it, it's not gonna be a bunch of like, it's not gonna be a bunch of wrestling, bro. It's gonna be a bunch of hard hit suplexes, all types of mania, bro. It's gonna be nuts. I am excited about that match, bro. I, I literally. I literally might be late doing what I'm doing to watch that match. I don't give a damn. I don't care what I'm doing. I'm going to be late watching that. It's going to be dope. Um, do I think that it's going to be Roderick? No. Roddy, Roddy is a good bad guy. He's a good heel. It's not going to be Roddy, but it's going to be close. It's going to be close. And I think uh, I think uh, Matt Riddle will win it. It'll be um, not by top. It'll probably be like some type of weird exhaustion type thing and I about pinfall by three. One, two, three. Matt Riddle. All right, KG, who you going with? Well, you got the Messiah of the Backbreakers there with Roderick Strong. Uh, the guy that left a welt on Daniel Bryan's chest last year at the Greatest World Rumble, by the way. All those right. chops. Uh, <laughs> you got the former MMA competitor, Matt Riddle. They said he was unhappy, apparently, in MMA. Like, there was nothing he could do, but like, apparently he's been super ecstatic since he's transitioned to wrestling. Uh, him and Velveteen put on a great show that last time. Uh, it was, he just kept hitting him with, like, ridiculous suplexes. That one German he hit off the middle rope from the outside, bringing him into the ring. That was insane. Uh, if they really want to push NXT or the Unexputed Era this year in NXT, I'm a little surprised they didn't go with Velveteen versus Roderick Strong for the North American Championship. We'll get into that one a little bit later. Uh, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with Roderick Strong. Just because like, I feel like they need to kind of get Undisputed Era back on track, so to speak, because they lost at War Games, uh, which was their first loss as a unit, actually. Uh, they lost the tag titles to whatever they're calling the team now. Thanks, Vince. Sorry for bashing Vince again. Uh, <laughs> War, <laughs> the War Raiders at the time, yeah, so they lost to them. So they, they need to get back on the roll, so I, I'm going with Roger Strong. Okay, okay. And um, I think I'm with KG on this, and I think I'm going to go with Ryder Strong. I think uh, this is going to be Undisputed Era's uh, time to shine, and this is going to be the match uh, to get it going. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Ryder Strong as well. All right. So, speaking of the NXT tag team titles that are vacant currently, uh, we have a fatal four way match, fatal four way ladder match, excuse me, that's taking place tonight. And that is going to be including the Street Profits versus the Forgotten Sons versus Ani Lorkin and Danny Burke versus Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I like in my heart, 
I want the street profits to win. I do. Wakanda. I, I, I want, right, Wakanda forever. But I know better. I know so much better, bro. Listen, this is going to be the time where Undisputed Era starts playing no seeds, all right? And I love, I love uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. I love them. They're hard hitting, um, very, very technical, very like, they, they can pull off a great match, but they have small amounts of charisma. That's okay. That could be worked on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forgot, Forgotten Sons is actually hot right now. They're hot, but I, I really don't, like, you, you don't want them as tag champions, bro. Like, you're not, like, clamoring to see them. Undisputed Era, big ticket, period. They're, they're a draw every time, though. They're amazing. They're due. Like, they're kind of due for this kind of push again, especially when, like, when Bobby Fish went down with the torn ACL and they had to put Roddy in. Like, he didn't really get a chance to, like, really reign like that. So, I'm excited to see this match. I wouldn't be surprised if Forgotten Sons does win, but I'm going with the Undisputed Era on this one. All right, KG. Well, that was my Wakanda Forever joke just a minute ago. Uh, if Street Profits do win, they'll be the first ever African-American tag team champions in NXT history. I know Jason Jordan touched titles, but obviously, he, so he's the first one to touch it, but there's going to have been a team that touched right. the tag titles on NXT in their, uh, it's been about six years since NXT been a, in its inception. Uh, we, me and Joe went to NXT TakeOver last year in Chicago. That match between Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, that very variation of the uh, Disputed Era against Danny Burch, uh, yeah, so that was a pretty hard-hitting match. Uh, it was surprisingly yeah. one of the best matches on the card, honestly. Just because yeah. I didn't know how much time they were going to give them when we went to that show. Mm. I'm going to go with Undisputed Era just because they planted that seeds of all of them touching the tag or all titles down in the next seed this year, not just the tag titles. That's the team I'm going with. But I wouldn't be surprised if they went with Forgotten Sun just because one of them is still going. Is it Blake, right? He's still yeah. down there. I remember he touched the titles with Buddy Murphy when they were uh, Blake, Buddy and Murphy or whatever. Or Blake and Murphy, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go with Undisputed Era, though. All right. So, yeah, man, I think it's Undisputed Era across the board. I would like to see uh, Wakanda Forever rise, but I don't know <laughs> if it's just time just yet for the Street Profits. Maybe uh, in another couple of months, maybe around SummerSlam. Uh, you know, with the, it, it's no way to gauge how they're doing these call-ups anymore because they're doing it so frequently and they're doing it year-round now. It's not necessarily a, oh, you got to wait until, you know, next WrestleMania season or, you know what I mean, for the night after to see what's going to take, you know, take place. So, you know, Undisputed Era can pop up at any given moment, any given time. Um, you know, not to get off track for a second, but I have to say this wouldn't be me if I didn't say it. I think Triple H is trying to keep them down there as long as possible because he doesn't want Vince's greedy hands to get on him and yeah. screw him up. But, yeah. uh, you know, outside of that, though, I think uh, Undisputed Era gets the W in this latter match for the NXT Tag Team titles. Yeah, they'll be called the Undisputed Guys if they get called up. Right, 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 right. Or, Damn it, or, How about this? How about we call them no disputing? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. How about we call them never dispute us? Yeah, Come yeah. On. Don't you dare dispute us. Yeah. Damn it, Vince, you suck. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Vince, you're, you're just not good at your job anymore, buddy. You gotta let it give it the trips. Give it the trips. Suffering, suffering, suck a right? Hashtag fuck Vince, bro. 
Sorry, bro. Hashtag fuck Sorry. All right, man. So moving on from the NXT title match. Tag We're very as we have of ever working for WWE. Well, oh well. Pretty much, but it's, it's all good, man, because it's a, it's a uh, nice little place out there called AEW. We could, you know, work for them. Right. Work for them. <laughs> or a Ring of Honor or, you know, Impact. Dare yeah. I say it. What are you doing? What are you doing at the Impact Zone? <laughs> what are you doing there? <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so moving on from the NXT Tag Team titles, we are going to get into the NXT North American title match, which is between the... In that charismatic one, I wanted to say in that enigmatic, I, I screwed that up completely. But uh, Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze. I'm excited yeah. about this. Uh, you kind of got two similar gimmicks. You know, when Tyler Breeze was down there, he basically was Velveteen before Velveteen, except for Velveteen is probably super over comparison to Tyler Breeze. Uh, I feel like Tyler was more over with the ladies down there. I feel like Velveteen's over with everyone right now, though. Uh, this dude, everyone felt like he should have won tough enough when they first had that competition. He got put in the bottom three for whatever reason. I don't remember why. Miz ripped him apart, the, the judges, for doing that. Uh, so it's good to see that they gave him a championship. Down. When I gave him, he earned a championship down there. Uh, all of his takeover matches, they got extended time, have been pretty damn good. Uh, the one against Aleister Black, which was his first one. Uh, the one against Ricochet, which we saw once again, the name drop at TakeOver Chicago. Uh, yeah, uh, the one with EC3 was solid as well. I'm going to go with Velveteen just because I feel like they want that North American Championship to mean something. You can't keep changing hands with that title uh, mm -hmm. because the longest run, I believe, was Ricochet with about five months, but I think he dropped it in his first takeover title defense, if I'm not mistaken. Right. He was on war game, so he didn't defend it that one. And then he dropped it to Gargano. Then Gargano dropped it on an episode of NXT. Right. And prior to that, Adam Cole dropped it in his first title defense, at least at a takeover. I don't know if that was his first one overall. He dropped it to uh, Ricochet before. But yeah, I'm going to go with Palpatine. I mean, they're not doing anything with Tyler Breeze in the main roster, so it's nice to see him get th this exposure again. Yeah, that was in the main event at times down there when he was in his first NXT run. Right. I think it's the baddest of I'm pretty confident that's this is like the only lock in the world. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I, ah, you know, okay, so this is my thing. This is, this is my thing. I can't foresee them putting it on Tyler Breeze and being like, all right, kid, we're going to run with you. Like, that, that just not... This is not conceivable. And Vel Velveteen if, is probably the most over, if not over, over, like gigantic Johnny Gargano is. Like, they're like they're like neck and neck for those who are over. Like And, and it might even be more Velveteen. And just like with uh, uh, what Old Man Logan said, I, I think with, I think Trips is like, yo, like I'm, I'm not I'm not going to lose Velveteen. I'm not doing that. You can forget that. Like, I don't care what you do. You're not going to change anything. No. Like, I don't think he wants to lose him either because like he's making money off of it and velveteen's a great character bro and he's phenomenal bro i i, I would say I, I would say his worst takeover match was probably with ec3 but even then like look where ec3 is now so at this point like i i would say velveteen is gonna definitely win it I, it would be terrible terrible to see him lose to tyler breeze it would be the dumbest thing ever but you know 
Dumber shit has happened, so we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, they could be trying to attempt here to get a Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon-esque feud between those two guys for said title. Um, in that regard, uh, maybe we'll see Tyler Breeze walk off with this title tonight. Um, I'm with you guys in warning Velveteen to win, but I think the best use, especially if they, they got um, Tyler down there, back down in NXT officially, um, you know, you can either do a feud with him and Velveteen where they'll, you know, either exchange the title back and forth a couple of times. They'll have some good, solid matches. Depending on how this match goes tonight, if they're able to recreate any of that magic that happened in, in uh, said feud between Razor and HBK. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler gets the, 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 the title tonight. So just to step outside of what everybody has said here, I'm going to say Tyler Breeze comes back triumphantly, gets said title, the uh, NXT North American title, and it starts out a nice, good feud between himself and Velveteen. That's going to be entertaining for all. It's going to propel Velveteen even further. And, um, you know, it's going to be a hard job on Paul's behalf to continue to keep Velveteen away from Vince McMahon. Thanks. <laughs> It says, call me up, Vince. Yeah, exactly. You know, so Vince definitely has his eyes and ears on all parts of WWE right now as much as much as it doesn't seem like it. But that's why these random call-ups are going on right now. So I I, I really wouldn't be surprised um, if yeah. Tyler Breeze wins tonight. And, um, you know, we see uh, Velveteen get the L tonight. So last call for me. Oh, is Velveteen getting called up as R-Truth's nephew? Thanks. Yeah, that, that probably would have actually happened. Yeah. Or, 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 or Velveteen would be the guy to take the 24-7 title off of uh, Truth. Right. Uh, yeah. That's big, yeah. See, Vince, God, God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's a brilliant idea. Yep. So yeah, man. Uh, final final uh, call for me. I'm gonna go with uh, Tyler Breeze just to be different. Um, dot dot dot. Let's move on to the WWE NXT Women's Title Match, which is between Shayna Baszler and Lo Shirai. Did I say her name? Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Last week with your homework. I was right. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, you know what? I'll kick it off. I'm going to go with EO because Shayna Baszler, it's about time. I was looking at Wikipedia. I didn't realize she's 38. I did not realize that. Um, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, she's the only two-time NXT Women's Champion, so she has that going for her, obviously. Super aggressive. She's. I think she's earned the respect of NXT fans because initially a lot of people were just like, you're Ronda's friend. Go away. Uh, and like you got that vibe when we went to take over Chicago when she across yeah. and she retained versus her. Uh, she's about 10 months away from breaking Asuka's record of 522 days. I don't think she's going to be down there another 10 months, personally. Uh, then you got Yo Shirai, best moonsault in the business, in my opinion, at least. Uh, yeah. I think of beauty watching her do that. So yeah. I think I'm going to go with Eel just because, like I said, Shannon may be time for a call because you can. It gives somebody potentially for Bailey to feud with on SmackDown because mm-hmm. SmackDown's a women's roster. Well, you know what? Actually, they have that. It's it's raw. I could kind of use a little bit more. I can see her going to either show, potentially her feuding with Becky. Uh, I'm going to go with EO, though, just because 
I think it's it's almost time for Shane to get called up. I did not know she was 38, so she's like the Batista of NXT right now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and that being said, yeah, it might be time for her to uh, relinquish the title. And if Io is uh, the best, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, in terms of who's down there right now to put the title on, uh, why not? You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I, I, and, and then I have been wondering. Okay, she's been down there. She's, you know, like you said, she's a two-time women's champ down there. That doesn't happen often, you know. Uh, so, um, I was wondering again if this is trips trying to keep cert- certain people away from, you know, Vince, but you know, I definitely think but as we've seen though, Vince has been bringing people up that that have current titles and now just like with the uh, um what were they called? Yeah, you know, they, 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 they formerly called the Viking Experience or whatever the hell he renamed them to. Um, um you know, he brings them up with the titles now. So the title doesn't necessarily you know, keep them in a safe place anyway. So, you know, when Vince wants them, Vince wants them, though, you know, so. Right. It's, it, it's, it makes sense, though, for her to come up now. You don't, you, you know, it's up in the air with, with Ronda what she's going to do um, or when she's going to come back. So, right. you know, like Kenny said, you need some, some place, you know, you need some people in place, you know, some women in place during her absence and make that depth in, um, in the Raw Women's roster. You need to start filling that up some, so. Well, she you know, has a vision uh, to herself that's that's different from a lot of the women on either roster. So that'd be nice to see them call her up for that aspect too, because you you need some more compelling people that you could be taken as a threat. Like it, it's it's kind of the same crop of people competing for championships in the women's division. Yeah. So I, that's another reason, like I'd like to see her called up. And then. You know, I, you know, with uh, with with uh, the Raw Women's uh, roster, you know what I mean. There isn't a bunch of threats right now to right. Becky. You know what I'm saying? Lacey Evans is not a threat to Becky. I don't know why they said, "Yeah, we're gonna start with her," but you know, I, whatever. We're here now. But. They they like her look. Apparently, uh, she's a former Marine. Oh, kudos to that respect. There, uh, she's a mother, so they 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 look at that too. They can market that. I mean, she has a great look. Don't get me wrong. It's just, you can tell there. It's like she never even had a takeover match. At least that was on the network. Maybe she was on a pre-show. But like you can't. That's a, that's a lot of pressure to me because, you know, even Ronda. Okay, yeah, they put the title on her four months later, but that was a whole. Ronda's a whole different animal. <laughs> right. So, you could just tell the stride she made, the work that she put in. Like, honestly. To the point where she was easily probably one of their the best women's wrestlers on there. I mean, she got a borderline great match out of Nia Jax. You know, yeah, how many people yeah, can really say true. that? So, I think I'll move on to Joe though. We're gonna give him some time to give his thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> I really, bro. I you know, I I want I want her to retain, and and it sounds bad because I love you, but I want her to retain because there are. There aren't a, a lot of great female heels in NXT, and she's got to be one of the best ones, bro. Yeah, she has to be. Like she's, she's like she's like on that borderline like anti-hero, but major asshole. Yeah, I, yeah. Please keep her, bro. She's awesome. And I know Trips is like, yo, bro, Vince. I know what you're gonna do with her. No, you're not gonna put it with Lacey Evans so she can win the title and beat Becky. Stupid. Hell no. It's dumb. No, I don't. Yeah, do she'll definitely. Yeah, he'll definitely. 
probably try to use her as an enforcer or something. Because for all that's said and done about the women's evolution, and let's face it, he's they're still trying to push eye candy at times. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I agree. It, it, it just so happens that Charlotte has both. She she can be looked at as eye candy, but she's also phenomenal in the ring. But right. you can tell that they're still trying to push sexy people at times, like you know, putting the title on Carmella. I'm not saying that like she has no talent. Don't get me wrong. And and Alexa Bliss, like. She's a good talker, but she's a bit overrated as a talker. You know, she doesn't really have any in-ring chemistry with most of the talent she's been in there with. And she's been in there with almost everyone. Right. Yeah. So my thing is, you have the potential for other feuds, though. Like, I can see the possibility, you know, why keeping Shannon down there makes sense. But, you know, is Bianca Belair better suited as a heel or a face? You know, you going around calling yourself EST, it's over. But at the same time, Maybe with her build and her look, maybe you know you give her a heel run. Have her, yeah. you know. Yeah, Bianca's gonna run into the same problem that Charlotte runs into when she's facing certain women that are supposed to be heels. Like how you just use Carmella for example. You know, I can't believe a beatdown from Carmella on um, Charlotte Flair. It's, I, I just can't no. believe that. Neither can I believe a beatdown from Alexa Bliss on a Charlotte Flair or Lacey Evans. These women are damn near at twice her size. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, Lacey, Lacey legit looks like she's legit tall, but it's just she has no, not to correct you more than lines, but like she just, she just, she's just green. She actually looks like she might be almost like Charlotte's height. I could be right. wrong though. Yeah. But it's this just, is what I'm saying. It's just like right. she's, she's just inexperienced. But yeah. Yeah. But Shayna Baszler looks like she can kick your ass. Like that's why, like that's why Vince would want her so bad because Shayna Baszler looks like she can kick some dudes' ass. Like she's and actually she's an underrated talker. She's underrated on promo. She's good with promos. She's actually good in the ring. Uh, she sells very well or whatever. She's very underrated, which is why Trips keeps the title on her. She's a good ass heel. She's really good. But I don't want Vince getting a hold of her and making her a fucking enforcer. It's a terrible idea. I mean, because. What Vince is gonna do? Vince is gonna make her China all over again. He's gonna make her. Uh, Rick, he's gonna make her Bobby Roode's enforcer. That's what he's gonna do. Uh, that's so stupid. See, that's fuck you, Vince. Jesus, like that's like no. I'm telling you, the writing is on the wall, bro. Just it, whatever roster she ends up on, she's gonna be China 2.0. Oh my God. Here's an idea. I don't know how much it would deplete their roster. If Shannon gets called up, do you call Jessamine? And what's what's the other one's name? Sorry, I, sorry, Roderick Strong. I know if you're listening. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> this is bad. Um, oh my God, what's her name? Anybody? Nobody? I don't know her name offhand, but I, I know who you're talking about. That doesn't really help the listeners, but sorry. It, it, you Marina know, uh, there we go. There you go. Right. There you go. Sorry about that, Maria. Um, right. I was wondering if you call the three of them up though, and put, maybe put them in a stable. Problem with stables is you get in the that mold of the riot squad. If you're not, if you're gonna call a stable up, you got to push one of them. Like legit, you can't have them floundering around, getting beat by one person. That's yeah. why riot squad should have never moved from uh, SmackDown. Though. No, yeah. even when they were on SmackDown, though, they basically John Cena them in, in a sense with Charlotte. She ran <laughs> like a hot knife through butter. That's true. So uh, you can call the three of them up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, it might deplete the roster. And I heard Jessamine Duke is just as good as Ronda. That's that's the reports I'm hearing. So I don't know if it's true. I haven't seen uh, much of her. I don't know if you're featuring her in NXT. I need to get into NXT weekly. 
but they um I mean they they wrestled, they've wrestled before and they look they look decent like a tag team. I think now that um I mean at this point uh, if you move the three of them up and you keep doing what they were doing in AXT, that's fine until you build up to like a four horsewoman four horsewoman thing. Cool. But what I don't want is for you to put her in this China role where she's not like China, where like there's no like like don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not gonna sit up here and be like, yo, China can't kick my ass. China could probably whoop my ass. R.I.P. My thing is, is that with her, let her be that badass that the fucking women's division needs if you're going to move her up. If you're not going to do that for her, let her stay there and build. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You character developed. Like, that's why the attitude era was so much better um, back then because you actually built the character. Like, you actually took time to build the character. Take those L's a little bit, bro, because AEW's fucking coming. They're coming. You better be have some shit ready, bro. Period. Yeah. I think you go with a with a, with a little a slow build with her if you bring her to the to the main roster. You know what I mean? Bring her to Raw. Definitely bring her to Raw. That way you can have her have a a, a confrontation that will be building. You get the slow build to Shayna versus Becky, and you have Shayna just run through some jobbers. You know, uh, whatever town they're in, they run she run through those for a little while. Then she slowly migrates to the current women roster. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then. You know, she works up the ranks until she gets to, you know what I'm saying? The woman, the man, excuse me, and boom, you know, that's, this is a chance for her. And then storyline-wise, that works too, because, hey, you can maybe have Ronda pop up, cost Becky the match, and there you have it. You know what I'm saying? And that can continues that feud too, you know, and it could lead to the four horsewomen thing if we can remove that question mark on if uh, Sasha Banks is going to stick around or not. Right. She's there. We had a meeting with Vince on Thursday. Speaking of, speaking of, speaking of, did anybody see Sasha's IG pic? No one. Yes, we did. We're trying to, you know, keep it wrestling related. We'll keep that in the group chat. You know, we we can't have them thinking we're pigs. You know, it's bad enough. We didn't have any depth. I'm just we saying. I see last week, and as good as I'm depth you're doing, you're going to set us back a hundred years, sir. <laughs> hey, she's she's flourishing as a young lady, and she is an amazing talent on the squad i just wanted to make sure that i wasn't the only one that saw her growth that's it okay we don't need we don't need to be escalating it to any other level I'm saying, he's saying what he's saying is mercedes is shining like a diamond that's that's the real name breaking kayfabe here folks hey, I see and, and, and that's why mercedes aka sasha banks was my ww pick week before last okay yeah <laughs> so let's put a button on it, man. Did we uh did we all say who uh we all wanted to win this women's title match? Yo. Yo, okay, uh, uh uh Joe Willie, who you going with? You still here, Joe? I see he's still in there. I don't know if his call's right. Ah, that sucks if it did. But I, I believe he went with uh Shayna, so you know what I mean. Yeah, he went with Shayna. So, um, last top call for me, I'm going to go with uh, EO as well, just because I think we're getting ready to see Shayna go and um, be a part of the main roster. So, mm-hmm. all righty. Um, I don't know what the hell happened with him, but okay. We have one mat- last match to talk about here, and it is the WWE NXT title match between Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. Yeah, uh, their last match was ridiculous. That the last takeover of the year. Uh, it's the first WWE match that Dave Meltzer gave more than five stars to. It got five and a half stars. 
it was a slow start, yeah. but it made sense too because they had to wrestle for 40 minutes that two out of three falls match. Uh, yeah. this, match, this match is basically featuring two guys, honestly, though, at the same time. Although Johnny Gargano is the first ever Triple Crown NXT champion, uh, he actually has had the most losses in TakeOver history. In the other end of the spectrum, Adam Cole's never won a one on one match in NXT TakeOver. Uh, he lost to Alistair Black in that street fight, lost to Ricochet. Uh, he won the latter match, but that was a multi man match, even though he was a singles competitor in it. Um, and then he lost to Gargano. So, like I said, once again, if they're going to push on the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole said their goal is all of them to win titles this year. I've been calling for it for a while. And I feel like Candice LeRae is going to turn on Johnny Gargano for some reason. Uh, I, I thought they were going to go that route before Champa got injured. Because, you know, they want the babyface to keep chasing that title and keep chasing it. Right. I'm conflicted with this one. I, I want to say Adam Cole just because, like, they fit mental seeds of all them winning championships. But at the same time, do you really want to title off Gargano two months after he got it, after finally getting it, you know, after that chase that lasted over a year, started in January 2018, finally culminated two months ago? Uh, if Gargano retains, I'm thinking maybe somebody pops up that we weren't expecting. Somebody that's dismantled on the main roster. Maybe you see a Luke Harper pop up and attack Johnny Gargano after the match. That's a possibility. Uh, my gut's telling me Adam Cole's leaving with the championship. So I'm going to go with that. Not 100%. All right. So um, you brought up a lot of great points here. And we did see um, Gargano have some uh, main roster shine a couple months ago before um, Ciampa got injured. And I really think uh, that was going to be it for them in NXT. I think uh, much like how it was for uh, Alistair Black Ricoch and Ricochet, those guys were going to be a part of the main roster too. But they would have probably definitely been SmackDown. Um, I think if that was still part of the plan, they just prolonged it a little bit to since they had to take the title off of Ciampa because he was injured, go ahead, put it on Gargano, and we'll postpone any plans we had of uh them being on the main roster you know this is kind of I, I feel like special um although it's not just all about undisputed era i think this was an, an opportunity to highlight them you know much <laughs> like uh you know that that shield special because mm -hmm. you, you're gonna need somebody with that type of appeal and and um and uh likability because we're not going to see a shield anymore. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure John Moxley's never coming back to WWE if he can help it. You know what I mean? I can't speak forever. He's, a, he's still a very young guy. He's only 33. Maybe toward the end of the road, he might come back around. Who knows? But as long as he has an opportunity, you know, where he doesn't need to, I don't think he's coming back. I'm pretty sure we saw the last of Dean Ambrose uh, in uh, WWE. Yeah. But that being said, we're going to need uh, a, a team, you know, because it's it's inevitable for new day to break too. It's yeah. time for some new new stable to emerge, um, and uh, yeah, you you all you might as well go ahead, put this title on Adam Cole, and you know what I mean. You let them just wreck shop, run and run the whole NXT show for right now, and you know, evolution version of NXT. Yeah. <laughs> And, and that way you could go ahead, you could propel Gargano, you could put him on SmackDown's roster. Who could actually use him right now? SmackDown's looking real good, you know, with the talent that they got. They're booking Kofi good. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know 
how I feel too much about Kofi versus Dolph Ziggler at the uh, the showdown uh, showcase. What is the shit called? In June? <laughs> I, you know, not to, and it's it's not a knock at Dolph. It's just yeah. you haven't booked Dolph whatsoever. Now he just pops up out of the blue in the in the WWE title match. Well, they said they went that route uh, because uh, KO wasn't going to Saudi Arabia. Okay. Okay. Um, and I think that's because you know him and Sammy are best like best friends off camera, uh, and Sammy can't perform there because uh, he's Syrian. So okay, so that that leads me to ask then is is um, Daniel Bryan not going either? He's not going, and neither is Aleister Black. Okay, so there you have it then. Because I was gonna say you could easily just did a rematch between those two Kofi and um, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but um. You they, know, they that was another round. They could have, they could have gone, but the, you know, all oh, they after they were marketing that Orton versus Triple H match. Um, there got to be someone else they could have went with on SmackDown, though. There's got to be another man out there they could have gone with who's been featured on television. And with this whole wild card rule thing, you didn't even have to go with a SmackDown guy. Exactly. I mean, hell, I, I, well, does Roman have a match? Yeah, he's facing Shane. Oh yeah, he's facing Shane there. I was gonna say if, if he wasn't in place or um, you got Elias, you could have had Elias. Yeah, you could have did Elias, yeah. At least he's been even if he hasn't won a championship, he's been relevant enough in the storylines where you could have put him in that position. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it, it was just the, the 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 pick, the choice of Dolph uh, for this particular match kind of threw me off. But I do feel like just to bring it back to the NXT Takeover event, I do feel like uh, Gargano is getting ready to get called up. So, even though it's only been a two, it's been a short two-month run with the title, you know, like you said, he's a triple crown champion, you know what I'm saying? There's not much else left for him to do down there. Right. And, um, you know, SmackDown could use him, you know. I, I I hope he would end up on SmackDown. I don't really think he needs to go to Raw. Raw doesn't, you know, just to have him running around with EC3 and, and, and Gallows and Anderson and, mm-hmm. and Bobby trying to go and get our truth. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad, bro. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I do think uh, you know I'm gonna go ahead and I am going to pick um, Adam Cole to win this thing tonight, man. And we're just gonna see, uh, you know, undisputed era have a, 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 you know what I'm saying, flawless victory throughout this entire, <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, event. Uh, who do you think your boy Joe would have picked? Because Joe just mysteriously disappeared. You know, he's out and about doing his thing, so. I'm going to speak to him and say Adam Cole is because he loves the guy so much. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, I mean you guys are the boss. Yeah, he just okay. he's Adam Cole. So, I mean, maybe he's, he's, just, he's doing something at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, there you have it, man. We got our uh, prediction done. WWE's NXT TakeOver 25. It's getting ready to start in a couple of hours. So, now I have to do the back-end work. I, I could be wrong. Take one with six o'clock start. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I gotta hurry up and get this up now, then. So, KG, let the people know where they can find you on social media, man. What your name is on Instagram, yeah. and uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Hot Take Kenny. Once again, once I get this whole thing straight with Twitter, I'll be back on there too. Probably same as or Twitter handle as well. Okay, okay. Joe Willie is um, Joe Freelon. The third, so that's J O E F R E E 
L-O-N-I-I-I. You can find him on Instagram under that. And you can find me on Instagram at OldManLogan83. That's all together. O-L-D-M-A-N-L-O-G-A-N-83. And this is the Chronicles of Old Man Logan. And this is our NXT TakeOver 25 uh, match prediction show. So we'll catch y'all again on the, on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Thank you.